Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is a podcast for Home Field Advantage. I'm back once again. Uh, took last week off because life happens. And when life happens, you know, you just got to got a lot of that to happen, man. You know, life will beat you up if you don't take the time out to handle life. So I took last week off, but I am back once again. Uh, as always, I have uh, guests in the building. Uh, dope topics, uh, some sports, some not. Uh, I'll try my best not to slander anybody today, but, you know, that's a lie. I can never hold that promise together. Anyway, man, let's go ahead and get started, man. In the building with me, I have a special guest. Um, I always say uh, uh, some people, you get to know them, and uh, you're just automatically uh, uh, drawn to them. Like, you, you know, ain't no beef, you know. Sometimes you meet people, you're like, I don't like this person. So I met this guy right here, man, and I was like, oh, I like this dude, man. He's pretty cool, man. Met him on football field, uh, uh, met him in, in, and got to know him as a person. This is a pretty dope guy, man, and I'm glad to have him here on the show for the first time and uh, not the last time, of course, I have him back on the show. But this is my dog, my boy, somebody you will enjoy for the next hour. It's my boy Kendall. What up, Kendall? What's going on, man? How you doing? Man, I'm doing good. Glad I'm doing to be great. here. I'm glad. I'm glad. You know. Finally. It, it would feel <laughs> funny if you'd be like, uh, this sucks to be here right now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Finally made it. Finally made it. Yeah, man. We got, we finally got you in the building, man, to join the podcast. Of course, here on Four Home Field Advantage, we talk talk sports the way that you talk sports. Um Man, very simple, man. We always start our show off with a little rant so we can cleanse ourselves, so we can talk sports real clear. Um, I got a rant to go on. <laughs> um, first thing first, man, I never try to make this show real serious. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want it to be a serious show because I'm not an overly serious person. Yeah. So uh, the last few days have been rough for me. Um, with the killing of Mr. Terrence Crutcher. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh yeah. You know, it's just very hard to watch those images. Um, you know, I'm 33, and you're younger than me, right? Yeah, 27. Yeah, so um, kind of close in age, but, you know, I just grew up in a time when, you know, we heard about those things. We knew those things were going on. It was never in the video, but yeah. we was always yeah. like, man, I hope there's a, there's a video of that one day. And, yeah, it was yeah. only like California was the type of thing, yeah. that, you know, that happens. But, now we got video and it's still on And this is Tulsa. Like, this yeah. is Tulsa. This is not even like New Orleans, Florida or something like Miami. Yeah. This is like commonplace. So It's crazy, man. So, of course, if you don't know the story of Terrence Crutcher, uh, unfortunately, he, uh, I'm going to say he was murdered. That's, that's the yeah. definition of murder. Mm-hmm. He was shot. He was unarmed uh, by a police officer. Uh, I'm not even going to ask what she was doing. I'm not going to overly slander her because I don't want to get upset again. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Now, nah, I'm lying. I'm a slanderer. Um, <laughs> here, here's my rant. Here's my rant. I don't have a problem with police. I don't have a problem with races. Um, I just don't. I was, mm-hmm. I was never raised that way, um, especially with my religion. I just, you know, our religion, we don't really look at race like that. It doesn't exactly. matter. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean that I don't know that it exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, my issue is if you got a problem with people and you're easily scared, you probably shouldn't have a gun. This is not the job for you. 
Yeah, like, probably shouldn't be a cop. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I've said this before. I said this on my last show. Go and listen to my last show um, uh, with my father and my mm-hmm. uncle. You know, we basically had a conversation like, you know, cops have to begin to be intertwined with the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to police yeah. my neighborhood, I need you to be in the neighborhood, possibly live in the neighborhood. Because when you live in the neighborhood, you're, you're more hesitant to have stuff like this happen because yeah. people can find you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This is what happens when you have people from another area come and police another area. You get somebody who's all nervous and stuff. They don't know people. They ain't comfortable. And uh, you get shot. The mm-hmm. worst part is somebody, one person tased them, which was unnecessary. But mm-hmm. yeah. you tased them. At least thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, one of your co-officers tased them. You shot them. I still don't get are tasers not working anymore? I, man. So here's my rant, period. If you're a scary person, you don't <laughs> need a weapon. Yeah. You don't. You do not need a weapon nor a license to kill. Exactly. I'm sorry. Too many times I hear about people that are shooting others because they're scared. How are you scared when you got the weapon? Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. So understand, just because that weapon gives you a certain amount of power, that doesn't take away from your feelings. Exactly. All right? So people understand that no no amount of power that you get is going to undo what's inside of you. Exactly. So if you're a scared person when a certain person or race comes around, guess what? It's only going to get emphasized when you get a weapon in your hand. And the sad thing about it is people are trying to justify why he got killed. Man, there is no way to justify somebody getting killed for what his car. Yeah, car being broke down. Yeah, your car being broke down. So I should get shot for my car being broke down now. Yeah, like what's really the problem? It don't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Um, I know you from you know just give people a little background. You are from Louisiana. Yes, right. Born and raised. New Orleans. Uh, I'm born and raised here in Atlanta. Um, I've seen racism before. I know it exists. I just, um, I just feel, I feel the worst because I have nephews and I got to teach them that this exists. Oh yeah. That you could possibly get hurt by the hands of the people who I'm also telling you to call for help when you need it. Exactly. It's just weird. That's the scary part about it. And uh, somebody even said one day, it was like, why are you uh, messed up about it? Why? You know, it's because I look like every dude. Exactly. That, that, that's I fit killed. the description. Oh, exactly. my God. I fit the description. <laughs> I, I, I tell people all the time, I'm nearly six foot three. I'm well over 310 pounds. People are scared of me yeah. when they pull me over. Yeah. It makes me nervous. I got to come home to my wife. I got to come home to a family. I got a family to take care of. I don't have time because I have a tail light out and that if you see me, exactly. your insecurities pop yes. up and there's a gun in my face. I don't want to deal with that. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I just don't. So it's just upsetting. I sound calm now because I prayed about it and I really yeah. didn't want to be angry about <laughs> it. And I didn't want that anger to leak out into the show. But um, it's man, a yeah. scary situation. If you are scared, and I'm not even just talking about cops, people in general. If you are a scared or scary person, mm-hmm. how about you leave the weapons alone? Yeah. Just, just 
Yeah. Because you can't handle it. You can't handle it. I don't it. understand the taser part. If you taser somebody, is it not strong enough to take this person down? Man. I Whatever happened to they, they tasers? They shoot him he was getting tased. A, a shot in the leg. A Man. shot in the arm. Something. A shoulder. Something like that. Yeah. We shooting to kill. Man. Like, I, th- I think when you shoot out of fear, you're always going to shoot to kill. That's yeah, my that's, that's my true. thought process on it. That's true. If you're going to be operating out of fear, you're going to shoot to kill no matter what. It's just going to be innate. Sad situation. Oh, uh, yeah, man. And he got kids, too. Like that. That's what almost broke me down. Like, yeah. man, he got yeah. kids. You never know. And, you just never know what, what day something could happen. A rocket hit your light, mess it up. I tell you what, though. You get pulled over. I'm taking my truck to go get a tune-up because I ain't got time to break down in the middle of the road. Y'all shooting me. I don't have time. Yeah. I, I don't. You're right. I'm it's, a poor black man whose most valuable thing is his faith, his family, and my Xbox. Okay? <laughs> so I don't need you shooting me. I don't have time. Didn't All they right. say that he was coming from school? Yeah, he was coming from school. So you can't say this guy is a hoodlum. This guy, he's he's ghetto or whatever. You hey, know man, how they try to. Did you hear the helicopter yeah, officer yeah. talking about he's a, yeah. look at this bad guy. He seems like a bad guy. Tase that thing. All right. It's crazy. Right. And then people wonder, you know, why. Um, People wonder why. We're furious about it. Yeah. Like. Uh, you have every right to be. I don't get what you're missing in this whole situation. Yeah. Uh, I look like this dude. <laughs> you know, I'm tired of seeing them being African-American. I don't know what else you want me to tell you. Exactly. I even asked. I will actually want to hear that the helicopter guy to actually explain why he looked like a bad dude. I want to hear yeah. him stumble over yeah. his word. Yeah. I prefer that he just question. said He's bigger than me and he's black. He probably can kick my butt. I, I prefer you he's say intimidating. that. Yeah. yeah he's intimidating okay. to me. Yeah. So I'm scared. Mm-hmm. Or my wife was scared or whatever. <laughs> Supposedly that's his wife down there. That I don't, I don't know. Supposedly they're afraid for her safety. She shouldn't be a cop. You shouldn't be a cop. <laughs> go go bag some groceries, lady. You should be a police officer. Go be a weight tron. What they call them? They don't call them Because Rachel. once you take that oath... Your job is to protect and serve. Man. I can say this in confidence. <laughs> that oath was broken like there's I grew up in a gang culture in a gang infested area. Mm-hmm. Police ain't no different. Yeah. Than yeah. the gangs that I've seen, I'm sorry. Same. Mm-hmm. And and I'm I'm telling you that in the in the utmost honesty because even in gangs when I was younger uh, gangs, I lit because I lived in the area. People knew my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, yeah. man, some of them gang members be like, "Mike, you need to get out of here, man. Go, go head home or something." Yeah, like it was good ones. Yeah, just like they're good cops, but there's some bad ones that may shoot me. And it's probably <laughs> the majority. It's bad. You dig? So I, I yeah. don't know, but man, I end my rant on that. I just, um, I know it's not getting better no time soon. I wish I could tell it you different. Gets worse. But it's not. That's period. Mm-hmm. And and what makes it worse is we have athletes who don't speak out on certain issues. Yeah. Uh, but they want to speak out about the flag. Yeah. You know, go figure. You immediately yeah. jump and start speaking about the flag, but <laughs> yeah, you know, another unarmed person gets shot. Exactly. No, it's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. It now, happens every day. 
Yeah. I don't hear all lives matter now. It's just Oh yeah. As yeah. soon as somebody say Black Lives Matter, yeah, all lives matter. Let me tell you what I got a problem with. It. Here comes my second rant. I'm gonna make this short. You know what? Can that just tick me off? You know what's wrong with the term "All Lives Matter"? Is because it's in direct conflict with the term "Black Lives Matter." It's like, have you ever came home and you tell somebody, "Man, I'm tired," and then they say, "Well, I'm tired too." Exactly. It's like that doesn't change the fact that I'm still exactly. tired. Exactly. You can't take away from the fact that I'm tired. Yeah. All right. You saying all lives matter doesn't take away from the fact that black lives matter. You're actually saying the same thing. That's the problem with the whole America. That's the whole problem. It's, it's, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. Everything it, is going to have a conflict against it. That's true. So people, like they said, Kaepernick's jersey is through the roof. Yeah. Yeah. People still going to conflict. Why is it through the roof now? Yeah, something. Yeah. Everything is gonna That's have a, a conflict. Point. He's not even starting quarterback. That's Why is it a point. conflict now? So it's it's crazy. That's a good point. Speaking of, uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump off of it. No more rants for me. I don't want to get angry today, <laughs> man. We got plenty to talk about. Uh, speaking of conflicts, man. Um, NFL season is back. Yes. This upcoming Monday, of course, this podcast drops on Thursday. Uh, the following Monday will be Saints versus oh, Falcons. Uh, game I always circle on the oh calendar boy. because that is that is my city's rivalry and I think it's probably oh, yeah. to me it's a top five rivalry in the NFL currently. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. Uh, I could arguably say it's probably a top fifteen rivalry of all time. Uh, we've just been, you know, the Saints and the Falcons. A little backstory, you know, we weren't always the NFC South didn't exist all the time, mm-hmm. you know. It was the mm-hmm. NFC West, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. and it was the Saints and the Falcons yep. there. And and now that we stayed with the South, you know, that rivalry has continued on. <laughs> I've I've experienced a lot of good things with this uh with this rivalry, but I didn't want to make this conversation one sided. <laughs> you know, so I, everybody knows I'm an Atlanta Falcons fan, and my boy Kendall, no, uh, Saints fan, you know, kind of roots for the for the Saints. Got to go with the Saints, man. I'm not going paper to, um, bag over the head. No, oh man, it looks like God. another one of those seasons right but now. See, but see, you're hey. different. You're different. Though. You're different. <laughs> you're not a Saints fan. You're a fan of Louisiana. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. That's it, different. It is because because the level of fan that you deal with in this rivalry is is oh, yeah. it's just different, it's different when you deal with just somebody who came around when Drew Brees was here <laughs> who doesn't know who yeah. you Aaron know Brooks, Aaron Brooks is Jeff Blake yeah they don't know who those guys are Danny Werfel I could go on and yeah, on they, it's horrible they, they don't know who those guys are but they you know but they super hard Saints fans yeah. now it's yeah. a little different you know I deal with that rivalry a little different but um yo what has been your experience with the rivalry have you experienced anything with the rivalry? First, I want to say it's probably the top five, being at number three. I would say it's a currently it's a heavy rival. Currently in the NFL. Currently in the NFL. I won't mm. knock that because I, I think at first I had to put Steelers, Bengals. Um, nah. Let me think about that. Let me think about that. Yeah. No, who's the other team in the AFC North? AFC North. It's Browns, Bengals, Steelers. Bengals, Steelers. Ravens. Yeah, Baltimore. But they haven't been that relevant since Ray Lewis. See, my thing is, 
for some reason, the Steelers versus the Ravens always ended up. That is true. To, to, uh, that is true. To have that third, a rare third game yeah. in the playoffs. You remember that Ray and, Rice game? Yeah. You ran that <laughs> that and, crazy long. And that juices yeah. up the, the, the rivalry, exactly. I think, when you get to play that third game and it means something. You add Steve Smith yeah. and his attitude to it, yeah. Yeah. So I think they're first. Yeah. Me personally, uh, then I can put uh, Steelers Bengals. That's that's kind of pretty heated. I mean, when you think about it, the NFC North doesn't have that huge rival like it used to be. The NFC East doesn't have it like it used to be. I mean, well, uh, I don't know, man. No fans hate each other in the NFC East like hardcore. Yeah, because I mean, everybody hates Cowboys. Norman. Now being with the Redskins, yeah. having Odell over there also, that's going to be a rival we need to look at. But that's player rival. Yeah. That's not so much the team hates the team. Like, when it's Saints, Falcons, it's we, – we putting everything on the line. It's city like versus city. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a city thing. city versus city. And that's what makes it a great rivalry because we hate going to Atlanta and, oh, my God. They they egging our buses. Jimmy Graham. Oh yeah, I remember that. Breaking the field goal post. Stuff Yo, he's like still that. a jerk for that man. <laughs> we had to. We had to. He's still a it jerk a for that. Roddy White made that happen, so we had to. <laughs> yeah, 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 maybe. But now, I mean, I hate yeah, to we say don't it. we don't want to go. First just... of all, let me let me tell this. <laughs> let me tell this story. Let's pause. This podcast. What we say? We can, we can just talk. Let me have a conversation with you, Kendall. I remember <laughs> the first game back. First, I don't even know where the Saints were playing that year. Mm-hmm. But they finally went back to the Superdome. All right, whatever. We got a decent team. We got a good offense. We can handle it. We'll be all right. <laughs> and that game just felt funny from the jump. Yeah. Like, it was... We couldn't move the ball, and it was still early in the first quarter. And then all of a sudden, Steve, Steve Gleason, Gleason <laughs> happened. Yep. Steve Gleason decided, I'm going to block a punt. Not only that, but we're going to run this mug in for a touchdown. I turned the game off because I knew. <laughs> when you when you in a real rivalry and you see certain things unfolding – you just don't yeah. want to watch. I think I yeah. turned it back on, but I, I was not in. I knew where this game was going. The spirits were high. And uh, what is this, the 10-year anniversary of that we game? That. Oh, yeah. And it it was on a Monday night. Yeah. So I don't know if I want to another... watch this game coming up Monday. <laughs> I don't. We got I another don't. Monday night game. It's going to be a heavy game. Because there's nothing worse than to have to deal with the rival winning. Yeah. Like, when, when you know. That's worse than the Super Bowl. Yeah. I think that's worse than the Super Bowl. If my team was to go to the Super Bowl and lose to the Patriots, I could take it. But if we lose to the Falcons twice that year, I'm turning off my phone. Because <laughs> it get ugly then. I'm removing my internet. <laughs> I'm doing everything. It gets ugly then. To gets like ugly. not talk to a Falcons fan. I'm not going to football practice with y'all guys. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I'm, not coming, I'm not talking to anybody. So it's, it's real crazy. That rivalry... It's got to be number three. Yeah, it's up there. It's up there. Um, I still don't think overall in sports. I mean, outside of soccer, I don't know soccer that well, but I know there's some big rivalries there. But yeah, um, 
you know, nothing beats Duke, North Carolina. No. Right now, like, that game, no. that game very similar to Saints, Falcons. It don't matter where they rank mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. That's going to be an all-out brawl. It don't matter. Yeah, that's got to be number one, period, to me, anyway. I mean, so many of those games go down to the wire, yes. overtime. Those games are awesome. And in my household, I was a diehard Duke fan. My brother was a diehard North Carolina because he wanted really? Jordan, Jordan everything. Jordan oh, is yeah. Jordan that. Me, yeah. I was the Shane Battier era, the yeah. Jay Williams era. I love how Duke played the game. Now, Trajan Langdon. I hate, <laughs> I hate North Carolina. I hate North Carolina, too. <laughs> I got another Dookie in the house, yes, man. Yes, I got a special guest coming up uh, later in the show. And, uh, yeah, she doesn't like the fact that I like Duke. Anyway, <laughs> we'll move on, though. Um, yeah, so what I do like about sports rivalries is it kind of brings together cities, you know. Um, I know a lot of disrespectful things happen. I don't know if you saw that, but Cowboys fans got in a fight with somebody the other day. Oh, really? Uh, the Rams, Rams fans wow. got in a fight with a Seattle fan. Rams fans need to get in a fight with the coaching of <laughs> St. Louis. That's the problem. Fisher? Yeah. Fisher, the, the running back quarterback oh, killer? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What happened to Gurley? Fantasy uh, is done. <laughs> hey, man, they nine in the box on that, man. Oh, my goodness. They did nine Case in the Keenum box. Case Keenum is your bailout? No, you can't do it. You need a quarterback. Ugh. You technically need a wide receiver. Carson Wentz. Oof. You could have had that pick. Uh, yeah. Well, little, little you know did what, they no, know. I agree with not. If if I'm Rams ownership, I say I'm not playing uh, Jared Goff right now. Yeah. I, I can't yeah. do it. And you know why? Because there's no way I'm putting Jared Goff in here with the quarterback killer of Fisher right now. <laughs> I, not until Fisher is gone do I play Jared Goff. So he can sit down. That's fine. You can learn the game, whatever. That's the way it used to be. So you wouldn't have a problem losing the season out. With they lose it now. <laughs> this is bad. The whole season. Listen, they started, they started the season out. I mean, San Francisco versus L.A. had so many underlying rivalry issues. Yeah. And you yeah. sat out there and you put up a zero. To blame Gabbard. To blame Gabbard. Not even Kaepernick. Gabbert. Gabbert. And that's I'm not losing nothing to a man late with the last name Gabbert. <laughs> you sound like a Muppet. I'm going to lose to a man named Gabbert. I got to come home and talk to my kids and my wife. Yeah, we got to beat by Gabbert. Who'd you lose to? We got to beat by Gabbert. <laughs> Your kid going to look at you like, what? A Mr. Rogers neighborhood type name. What? Mr. Gabbert. You don't even yeah. get the good cereal anymore because you lost to a Gabbert. 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 Cheerios with no sugar. Man. Move on, <laughs> Jesus Christ! But you know, when going back to the rivalries, man, for 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 teams like that was a must. You know, you had to show up for that game. Yeah. I don't know if everybody would have been upset if you didn't win, but that that L.A. Rams, you coming back to L.A. is your first game. It's a big spectacle, and you put up a zero, man. They That's was embarrassing. Ready to burn that it is up. embarrassing. That is embarrassing, especially in L.A. Those people don't play out there. They some uh, intense fans. No. <laughs> Just they, ask Oakland. That's intense fans over there. Man, for real, for real. But um, let, let's talk about, I know there's a lot of team uh, rivalries. And, and like I said, we experienced a big one here with uh, the New Orleans Saints versus Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. But uh, I want to touch on, like, personal rivalries. You mentioned Odell Beckham Jr. And 
Norman. Yeah. That's a rivalry because of the game they had last year. And yeah. Yeah. Odell got in his feelings. Norman got in his feelings. Yeah. N- Norman, I understood why he got in his feelings. He got ear holed. Like, <laughs> didn't call anything for Beckham at all. Yeah, that's true. And or on Beckham, I should say. And uh, very similar, just like Gabbert. It's very tough to lose to a man named Odell. <laughs> That's just hard. Who also dances. Listen, we don't, we do not condone this in New Orleans. This guy is from the Seventh Ward. We don't condone it. He is from New Orleans. This guy is dancing, very, very, <laughs> yeah, provocatively. We, we're not gonna, with another guy, so we're not gonna talk about <laughs> it. We don't claim that right now. Odell, we'll say New York taught him that. So. <laughs> So, Thanks, New York. Uh, personal rivalries. What's some personal rivalries that you've noticed? I don't really think there's a lot of them. I can say though. Drew Brees versus uh, Matt Ryan. That is a big one. I can say that. Matt can play really terrible until he gets to that New Orleans when game. When it comes to New Orleans, listen. He I throw expect, for 450. Exactly. <laughs> I expect this guy to be franchise crazy. Yeah. Fantasy crazy this Monday coming up. He's going to at least get you 380. Yeah. Three touchdowns, especially and, with the cornerbacks being hurt in New Orleans. That's yeah. that's going to be a crazy game. And you, and you can't stop Drew Brees. Like no. he is the franchise. Um, um, I a little I overpaid, but yeah, I don't. I yeah. don't necessarily think he's elite anymore. He's kind of yeah. you know heading off that, but that's just age. Uh, yeah, but he's still yeah. chopping them up for four hundred. Top five. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I'll say top five. And I don't even like him. And I'm comfortable with top five. I will keep him square <laughs> in that mole on his face. I do not like Drew Brees. But he is absolutely top gotta five. Gotta respect him. I hate Tom Brady, but you gotta respect him. Yeah, I would kick him in the face too. Yeah, I would too. I don't like him either. I don't like his hair. <laughs> Did you say you don't like, like his hair? For a guy to take <laughs> off his helmet and still have a perfect whoosh <laughs> in his hair. Like I don't, I don't understand it. How you take off your helmet? Perfect whoosh, It's just sitting right there. Hey man, that's what happens when your marriage is there. Yeah, your head just kind of yeah. bounce right back. This in This guy probably wears makeup. He probably wears makeup during the game. <laughs> I would not put it. A little eyeliner. Him. Yeah, yeah. A little eyeliner. Him and Edelman. I don't. I don't disagree with this. I don't disagree. With Grunt this too. All. Probably do the same thing. I don't disagree with none of this. <laughs> I think all these statements are facts, and until proven otherwise. Um. Uh, uh, let me touch a little bit on basketball because here's why I say I don't think rivalries exist anymore. It bothers me now, and I know it sounds funny. Sportsmanship is such a popular term. Yeah, I just I'm not that much of a fan of it. I, I don't necessarily want to see it on the on the field or on the court. Too many smiles. It's too much smiles. We jersey swapping. Yeah. You saw the other game oh, yeah, where yeah. Odell and Dez was throwing the like ball that. to each other, like tickling each other. That's another questionable thing, he did Odell. <laughs> How many times are we gonna question this guy and still give him the card of being, hey, this guy is okay with us? No, no. Jesus Christ, Odell, no. Michael Odell. Sam, Odell. Come on now, Odell. come on, man. Odell, I just I get my... it together. The blonde hair is. Uh, oh, come man. on, man. It's just too much. Get it it's together. But yeah, I don't. I understand the camaraderie. I even understand paying respect to somebody elite. Like last year, if you got beat by Peyton Manning, you went and shook his hand. I understood. Yeah. Because that's Peyton Manning. Yeah. He don't put in the years. He ain't got that much. What happened he, to the old times, though? Like Jerry Rice, Deion Sanders? 
mean, they had love for each other, but at the same time, you ain't seen field, it on the field. Oh no! And if they did have love for each other, you never saw it. Yeah, like, they would have had to snap a picture. And we even played with each other. Yeah, exactly. Nah, man, exactly. it's on the field. They they hugging, dapping, mm-hmm. signing each other jerseys. I'm not cool with it. That's why I, I like think Steve it Smith. Exactly, away. Steve Smith. When he goes against yeah. a cornerback, you are dead meat, barbecue <laughs> chicken. Barbecue I love chicken. watching this guy play. That's why he's my favorite receiver ever. I forgot who he told. I mean, they did ice up, son. He told him to ice up, son. To live, equipped to live. Oh, ice really? up, son. Oh yeah, he told him to ice up, but that Quib was supposed done. to dominate him that game, and he just came out there and killed him. Ice up, son. <laughs> but I like that because I think when you get a little level of this is me against you, like yeah. when you got that a rivalry or it's a brewing rivalry. You come with a little extra, like we yeah. just said. Mm-hmm. To me, you know, you know, I don't know how you think about your team, but I know the Falcons not winning nothing this year. <laughs> We're not going to no Super Bowl. If we did, I'd be so thankful. Hey, but Super Bowl happening. number one is Monday. Yeah, that's the first Super Bowl. You, for did, us. you understand what yeah. I'm saying? That's our playoff game. But when you get to those games, you play up. Yeah. How can y'all play up if y'all all cool? Exactly. You not exactly. On, oh my God, it's worse on basketball in the NBA. Oh yeah. I mean, you will knock yeah. the guy down and go help him up. And I'm sitting up here like, he got it's four not the other same. teammates. Not the same at all. Michael Jordan versus John Starks. That's one example. Oh, God. These dudes want to kill each other. Reggie Man. Miller versus the Michael Knicks, period. Michael Jordan versus Isaiah Thomas. Oh, yeah. Though. Yeah. It, it wasn't a, it teams. Wasn't a game. Teams like that. Detroit. They don't have any more teams like that. Yeah, well. Let's be grimy. Let's be, you know, nasty with it. I think There's the no closest teams. we've seen to that is kind of Golden State last year because they became really hated. Yeah. Like, really yeah. hated. And and I think people yeah. really hate um, Draymond. Yeah. You know, and, and what he does. But he kind of embodies what I like about. That attitude. You yeah. need it. You got to have somebody on your team with that. And I think you kill rivalries when you kill that. I don't want to call it a spirit, but you kill that. Uh, aspect of the game when you want everybody to get along. That's true. That's true. Like, I believe Le- LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and all of them. Like, yeah, y'all cool. I don't want to see. I it, don't want to see y'all being brothers during the game. Yeah, and that's what happens at the foul line. Oh, we jokey, jokey, but we're on a different team. Even worse before the game, LeBron throwing the powder. Now yeah. all of a sudden, Dwayne Wade come hug him. Yeah, how the kids? Man, y'all call each uh-uh. other. Text each other. We pat hands with the serious face, and it's time to ball. Yeah. That's all it is. You killing, y'all killing rivalries. I'm sorry. Y'all, it's not the same. Y'all are absolutely killing rivalries by doing this stuff. We need that Indiana Pacers versus New York Knicks type Ooh, rivalry. Oh, those were good. We need that. We or need the that. Knicks versus Miami. Yes. Like, it was like. The Alonzo Mourning. Careful. It's going to be a fight. Gundy. It's going <laughs> We Larry need that. Larry Johnson. Yes. Like, we need that. You know, you need the Charles Barkley who everybody was his rival when he stepped yeah. on that court. Yeah. You wasn't for sure who Charles Barkley fan even, was. Even the Lakers versus Kings. Lakers the Mike Kings Bibby was days. Good. Doug Christie versus Kobe Bryant. Oh, and Jason Williams was disrespectful. Oh, yeah. He was so disrespectful oh, yeah. on the court. <laughs> he couldn't stand nobody. The fights after the game, during the game, all of that. We and need I, it. Um, you know, I don't know if you know this about me. I hate Kobe. Well, I hated Kobe for years. Yeah. I liked him in his later years, surprisingly, when he wasn't as good. Oh, I disliked the eight number eight Kobe. Yeah. I, oh, I never was a Kobe fan. I never was a Shaquille O'Neal fan either. Even though he went to LSU, I mean, 
I was the Orlando Magic, Shaquille O'Neal. But when uh, he went to the Lakers, oh yeah, 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 and he was elbowing people in the throat, oh, yeah. and they were not calling it. I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. But you know, when you get that that type of energy from somebody, it steps the game up. It makes yeah. the game more intense. It adds feeling, you know, to to stuff. Exactly. And, um, there are people who like the thirty for thirty TV shows because yeah. it adds so much extra onto regular games. Oh yeah. Well. Yeah. Regular games have that same energy, but it's just not like it used to be. Like no. Kobe went out there, he was trying to kill, and you wouldn't knew like you would think Kobe hated whoever For instance, he went up against. It should be Lakers versus Toronto Raptors. If you come out here and score eighty-one points on me, we fighting. By the time you get Bruh. to seventy-two, by the time you get to fifty, and I like Jalen, I'm coming. I'm coming to knock you out. Jalen should be. I'm knocking you out the game. Son. We we gonna fight like straight up. Yeah. I'm from Atlanta. You can't score 81 points. I'm from on Atlanta. Me and get away with it. I was uh I played basketball a lot. I used to do that run and shoot. If you remember from oh, yeah, you went to that I famous remember. gym. I remember that. Man, that run and shoot, it was known about people who Yeah, yeah, you try to dunk on me one more time. Oh, and I'm gonna stand under this goal. Yeah. And next time you take flight, you're gonna hit the deck. <laughs> That's fighting. It's, it's like fighting words. You dunk on yeah. me, you fighting straight up. I can lose game, man. There could be I some girl watching fight. me right now on the sideline, and I could get her number. But you dunk on me, oh my god, there's no chance. Oh we fighting. I don't see how these dudes do it, and they do. They they get beat. They go hug their opponent. Oh, Blake Griffin would have been another person. Yeah. We fighting. Yeah, you dunked on me. You jumped over me. Like no, no. Yeah, we, we got to swing. We got to. I got six Paul fouls. Gasol should be swinging on Blake Griffin right now as we speak. Listen, I got six fouls and two flavors <laughs> in in two minutes. Something's gonna <laughs> something's gonna get used. Yes, something's gonna get used. You got to. So I kind of want to see rivalries get a little more juice back. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of potential, like especially in the NFL. Like when I look at the NFL, why can't a rivalry be you know Kansas City versus? Uh, the Broncos. Yeah. You know, what who are two better days? teams in the yeah. AFC West. Why why can't that be a rivalry? Why can't um, Houston Texans and Indianapolis Colts be a rivalry, you know, with a face of Andrew Luck and a exactly. face of Andrew and, and Watt? Yeah. But, you know, they, they're not. dapping each other up and doing commercials with each other. I don't want to yeah. see all that, man. That's true. That's true. I don't want to see all it's that. It's just not the same. Even, I same. think... I think everybody understands that Antonio Brown is really good mm-hmm. and that they know, you know, me personally, he's the best route receiver in the league. Yeah. Hands but down. I don't think people respect him that much because you always smiling and chucking a job. Oh my God. Dancing with the stars and whatnot. So. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see some grit out there. I yeah. want to be like, yeah. I'm better than you and can't nobody stop me. Let that rivalry build up. We need that T.O. That yeah. T.O. type player. T.O. We don't T. have T.O. made everybody mad. Frowned upon. But he made everybody. Exactly. Mad. I was good with exactly. it. Exactly. I, I was good with it. Chad I, Johnson, I was good with it. I happily hated T.O. <laughs> but I was fine with it because I also respected him. Yeah. I happily hate Tom Brady. Yeah. But I'm fine with it because I respect I respect exactly. his game. Exactly. And the, and the hair swoosh. <laughs> the swoosh. <laughs> <laughs> swoosh. So, tell me, what, what makes a rivalry? What's the ingredients? Fans, first of all. I totally agree with that. Intense. I hundred percent agree with that. You you go to Pittsburgh and you see the terrible tiles, and that definitely makes a big time like name for the Steelers. They're known for right terrible tiles. Right. So it's their fans. Uh, the twelfth man. 
over there in uh, Seattle. They're annoying. I can't stand. This is really annoying. I can't stand Seattle. That's why y'all not the 12th man anymore. Did you hear about that? Oh, really? They they lost the lawsuit. Uh, I want to say it was Texas A&M. Oh, they were the twelve. Okay, they were the twelve yeah. man before. Mm-hmm. So now they lost that lawsuit. They can't call themselves Texas A and M. Don't they stay like overnight before the game or something? Have I think the, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, yeah, they lost that. Yeah. Aha! I'm glad. That's why y'all suck now. Yeah, no. yeah. Uh, but it, it's got to be the fans. It's got to be the fans. And New I don't know Orleans. if you uh you ever dealt with Steelers fans. Um, shout out to Abby and even my father and <laughs> other people I know. Man, they're annoying. They are. That's really annoying. Like, they will wave that flag in your face. <laughs> Terry Bradshaw, baby. Yeah, they they get crazy. About and it. I will look at them like I'm not gonna be bothered because you're gonna get tired of spinning that towel. But that they type don't. of franchise, you gotta respect. I mean, yeah, they don't they don't get rid of coaches every two years. Yeah, they don't get rid of players every two years. Like they believe in their players, they believe in their oh, coach, and they believe in general managers. I mean. Is a respectable place. I mean, they 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 cover up rapes. Yeah, I mean, this is a good <laughs> franchise. Two rapes by, Big your, ben. by your quarterback. Shout out to Big Ben. Two uh, rapes. <laughs> ben, Big Ben still can't come into uh, Milledgeville, Georgia. They let the receivers twerk and don't have a problem with it. Jesus Christ! I mean, they let their guys smoke weed and come back in and yep. still have a great game. So, yep. I mean. Josh Gordon never had this in Cleveland. So, I mean, if he came to <laughs> Pittsburgh. He needs to go to Pittsburgh. Exactly. They'll be called the International Weed Team. So, I mean, it, uh, it'll be great I agree if he goes you. there. I, I mean, I, it's it's got to be that. I'm sitting over here thinking, I'm like, man, it really is the fans. It yeah. really is the fans that make – because even the New Orleans uh, Falcons, and I'm not, I'm not talking about the social media fans because they, they get on my nerves. Yeah, they're the worst. But when you go to the games, especially in the Georgia Dome, like – you sit there and you enjoy the game and you talk trash and a lot of those people that pay their money, mm-hmm. they cool with it. Like they they don't hate you, they just know yeah. that this is a rivalry. Yeah. When the people on social media, you don't know if they hate you or not. <laughs> the way they, the way it was when we went to the game for um, the Jimmy Graham field goal post game, it was intense. It was crazy in there, it, and it's like that all the time. I remember the Michael Vick game when he came to New Orleans and he threw the ball in the stands. Oh, yeah. Probably the best game i ever been to. Yeah. And I'm going against this team. Like, I, I don't like the Falcons or whatever. And Vick comes in there and he did that and threw the ball up in the stands. I went crazy. I went crazy in a good way. Like, I can't believe this dude is this good. Man, that's what happens when the when It was the respect, but it was intense. Yeah. Like, we, we going to come back down. You know, his cousin Aaron Brooks playing against him and – He's coming down the field too, Joe Horn. I mean, it was it was crazy. Yeah, the fans really make it a and and we travel like New Orleans fans yeah. legit oh, travel yeah. to Atlanta for these games. Oh yeah, Atlanta fans legit travel to New Orleans for these games. You gotta respect that, but I can tell you now that the so-called twelfth man is not traveling. Nah, man. They and they been. claim to be the. I don't even know what Seattle is on the map. <laughs> they claim to be the best <laughs> fans, best team. Seattle fans came three years ago, four years ago, mm-hmm. and now they're stuck there because we're calling them on it. But they're stuck in that, oh, we love Seattle now. Right. But now when Seattle's going down here, because you see how they're losing to, like, St. Louis. Right. They don't even know. <laughs> Man, listen. So. They don't even know who Sean Alexander is. Exactly. 
Yeah. They don't know who that guy is. Hasselback, they don't know. They don't know. Steve Largent, they don't know who Mm-mm. those guys are. Not at all. And that's beside that's beside the point. But I do agree. Fans make everything. It's like, gotta be the fans. Um I think top five hated fan bases for me. First of all, New Orleans Saints. <laughs> I can't stand them. Jesus Christ. I mean, Jesus. Uh uh you got to hang around my boy Jay because he gets the Jonah and it is just immaculate. <laughs> them New Orleans fans, they hate him too. But boy, I can't stand New Orleans fans. It's crazy, man. It, it's it is crazy. Pitiful. I don't know what I'm going to do this next game, I'll tell you, because I'm going to see a, I'm gonna, I know they're going to have some video montage of that Steve Gleason kick and I'm just going to blow a gasket. All due respect to Steve Gleason, if they come out there and they don't play good, I'm turning off my internet. I'm turning <laughs> off my phone service. I'm not going to pay my bill for like, for like three months. I might end Sprint because I'm, <laughs> I'm done with it. I, I can't take it, man. I'm not listening to radio because that game is our Super Bowl. That's it, our first it, Super Bowl. It is a huge game. Yeah. I think I think even uh, uh, Freeman of the Falcons, he did an interview on the radio, and he was even saying, he said, this is, this is their Super Bowl right now. I just hope he doesn't. It's early. Have his breakout game Monday. I hope he does. For fantasy purposes, free, I would man. love it. But run free. It's crazy, man. man the, the nicknames, Falcons. They call us the Falcons. Falcons. We call them the Aints. The Aints. Paper man, bag heads. The fan base is what make it. But yeah, top five for me is New Orleans first. Mm-hmm. Second, I really can't stand the 12th man. I, I just can't. I just, yeah. Yeah. Seattle's fan base, I just, yeah. Jesus Christ, I can't stand them. Number three in the NFL is Pittsburgh. <laughs> them fools travel everywhere. I'm like, how oh, y'all yeah. got fans in Cuba? This don't make no sense. Yes. Your quarterbacks are rapists. <laughs> you sit over here wearing his jersey. You're a woman, for God's sakes. Have some dignity. Uh, after that, it would be Cowboys. Oh, that, they fans. That's our number one. My goodness, they fans. Yeah. And number five for me would have to be New York Giants. I used to like New York Giants, but ever since they beat, mm-hmm. you know, the vaunted uh, New England Patriots, it's like you can't say nothing to oh, them. Yeah. Every year is their year. Yeah. Eli is the sec- is probably the best Manning to them. And I just can't. Because they feel it. like they're the Cleveland Cavaliers of football. I guess. They beat the 16-0 and no team. Yeah. I guess. Whatever, man. So... And I like Eli, but just Giants fans, I just I mean, no. I'm a fan of the Giants just because there's a lot of people from Louisiana on the team. That is true, yeah. And it seems like they always try to keep, let's get a Louisiana-type, you know, player on our roster. And I'm like, okay, I see it. Odell Beckham, they had Reuben Randall yeah. the other year. and They they, have, they don't claim Reuben anymore. Yeah, I don't know why he <laughs> hasn't been picked up, but, I mean, that's another story. <laughs> Eli, because he's doo doo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he could be a good possession receiver for somebody. That's true. Cleveland, please. Uh, they could definitely sign somebody. Team. Do something. I can go out there and play wide receiver <laughs> for Cleveland Cavaliers right now. Exactly. Jesus Christ, it's it's, it's bad. Yeah, so. but that's my top five right there. All those five, I can't stand them. I generally can't stand them. I like Oakland Raider fans more than I like. I thought Oakland teams. was going to be on your list. Nah, I like Oakland's passion. Because they, they lost travel. For, like when when they lose, it's still rabbit. Yeah. Like yeah. you still suck. Yeah, and I'm like, I gotta respect it because they yeah. lost for a long time. 
That's and true. they would steal their full sellout attendance. Oh, yeah. If the Falcons lose for a season, we ain't showing up until they win again. Them <laughs> seats going to be empty. I'm and hoping we have a good season because we finna New get a Orleans. new stadium. New Orleans' biggest problem with Falcons fans is that we feel that Falcons fans aren't real. Especially with the thing about the, the sound in the end zone, about you guys having the fake fan. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. That, we we really. That was a conspiracy by the Illuminati against the Atlanta Falcons. Because <laughs> even at the, the Jimmy Graham game, when he broke the field goal post, before that, we were the only people standing up, the ones for the Saints. And everybody for the Falcons was sitting down. And I was mad. I was like, why y'all yeah. not standing up for your team? We can be a like, little fair weather. It's tied up right now. 7-7, seven, seven, and y'all sitting here just like, eh. We can be fair weather. I, I admit that. You know, I admit that. But it, it, it's like that with the Hawks also. And yeah, it I, is. I'm like, why? Come on now. Like, get in there. We didn't show up until we was going undefeated in the month of January two years ago. Like, <laughs> that's when everybody showed yeah. up. Yeah, and then people were walking up like, "Hey, man, that Kyle Corbett guy's pretty good." I'm like, "Yo, he been on the team for a long time. Dude. You know that, right? You know that, right?" This Horford guy is gonna be something special. This is his tenth year. So. But Atlanta's also a transplant city, so that kind of makes true. rivalries a little different here because you got people from all over. Yeah, Buffalo especially. They're coming from New York. Um, I know there are a lot of people from Virginia here. So, I mean, it's crazy. Cleveland. I mean, oh my God, you got tell New Orleans. You. I fans, went so, to I mean, the Cleveland Falcons game. I want to say it was last year or year before last. I want to say year before last. And we lost that game. And I was so heated. Like, I'm just mad at the Falcons. <laughs> and then it was this young. I'm talking about he was a teenager, too. And I felt bad. And if you listen to this podcast, I know you're not. But I'm sorry. <laughs> he said something like, too bad your Falcons suck. Whoa. I went off. You get your trash team. <laughs> your jersey's doodoo brown. You don't get away from me. His mom looking at me like, I want to step in, but this dude is big. No, <laughs> she was saying, he's factual, so I want to. <laughs> I me. went off. So, I, I mean, I, I love that this is a transplant city because you get to taste a little bit of each rivalry here. Yeah. You know, it just happened. Yeah. Lakers fan pack out our stadium. Uh. It's like it's legit half and oh, half the stadium. I can't stand Lakers fans. Oh well, they don't exist anymore now that Kobe's gone. Oh, that's true. Um, that's yeah, true. they've gone away. You see a lot of throwback jerseys, son. So. I see a lot of Cleveland fans. Oh, um, fair weather. Yeah, we know they're, that they're not real and not, not, real, not real at all. Um, so you you kind of experience some of that in Atlanta. It, it it is what it is. Yeah. Um, real quick, man. Uh, just to, just to jump off that subject because I was talking about, um. Cleveland, it made me think about LeBron James. And I hate LeBron James, like, with a passion, passion. I really do. Like, <laughs> if I got a chance to, I would snuff him. On court and off court? Yeah, on court <laughs> and off Well, no, no, I take that back because off court, that was my point. Like, off court, I love some of the things that he's done. Yeah. Um, Very good person. And, I mean, even in the – even in the, you know, how he – assist his community and mm-hmm. you know even when Cleveland and Miami he did it he helps yeah. out students yeah like I give him props man so I know he's not a sellout he's just you know kind of a sucker to me he's know? giving more money than the government does for yeah scholarships. I mean it's it's doesn't make sense but, but it's some, good yeah some athletes though unfortunately 
you know, they are, they're kind of sellouts. I'll be honest. Or we yeah. view them as sellouts. Yeah. So I just want to get your opinion on some people like, you know, um, when Kaepernick decided he wanted to take that knee for the national anthem, a lot of people spoke out. You know, mm-hmm. Drew Brees, Trent Dilfer. I understand those people. But, you know, the likes of Ray Lewis when he spoke out. But Drew Brees, he spoke out against it or for He spoke it? out against it. See, that's I got a problem with it, even though he's my, like, savior and everything. But <laughs> um, I got a problem because Drew Brees hangs out with the Army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you really can't give your opinion based on your feelings. I can see that, yeah. Like, you don't understand what's going on in that community anyway. Yeah, that's true. Like, from afar, you see, okay, I'm in New Orleans, a lot of killing going on, but... Right. You haven't been black ever, so you can't put yourself in that shoe. I agree, but then when you think about Ray Lewis, I don't understand him. That yeah, I don't understand yeah. Ray Lewis. Even now, I think today he came out and said, you know, uh, with the ki- killing of Terrence Crutcher, mm-hmm. he was basically like, "This isn't a thing of race; it's a thing of hate." He was like, "Why is Ray Lewis talking?" Man, it's still a mink. In Atlanta with blood on didn't it. You, <laughs> didn't you stab somebody? It's like, a homeless man with a mink on right now. It's <laughs> that, that mysterious mink that disappeared off your body. <laughs> and you going to sit, and he's talking about, yeah, you know, we can't respect our, they can't respect us because we don't respect us. Man, come on, come on. You know, when players say nah. stuff like that, I'm just like, man. He was only a leader when it was talking about football in the huddle. Yeah. Stay there. Don't. Don't try to be the leader of the streets because you you can't talk for us. You can't do that. Was he? Especially when you have you caught a body. So he definitely <laughs> caught a body. I I just want to let people know you got beef with OJ uh, Simpson. Ray Lewis <laughs> caught a body. Okay, he did. It was in Atlanta, and he ruined the club scene in OJ's Atlanta. OJ's actually FYI. paying for it. OJ's in jail for it. But Ray Lewis is walking free for it. So I mean. You can't you can't say nothing if you you caught a body. So I mean, so, don't talk. Um, you know the new person that everyone's considered a sellout, and I hate this because he's from Atlanta. Cam, um, Cam, whoa, Cam, whoa, Cam, Newton. Cam, Cam Newton is in full force about racism does not exist. And uh, I don't know if you heard the news about, you know, supposedly the guy that's coaching him on what to say about race is a Trump supporter that is as white as can white can be. Why does Cam need somebody to coach him? I, I think he's trying to brand himself, but he's trying to. That's all himself. it is. That's why he's a sellout. He's trying to. Yeah. <laughs> that's why okay. you're a sellout. Well, yep, yep, if you, you have to brand yourself, you're a sellout. Be real. <sighs> Kaepernick's being real. And people don't like when you're being real. That's true. But I know it's a business. For, yeah, it's a business. You got to keep it professional. But this is like in your backyard. There's some point you have to stand up. That's people are true. looking at you as the poster boy for black community. The guy with no tattoos, no earrings in your ear. You're our superhero kind of guy. But yeah. the fact that you're doing, uh, I don't want to talk about that because yeah. I'm trying to keep my name up in the white community. He's like, no. 
he and he was talking about um an eighth of an inch. We're separated by an eighth of an inch. So are we seriously separated by the color of our skin? Yes, Cam. Yes. <laughs> You're from College Park, Georgia. Exactly. You know about this. Exactly. Let's not act like we're stupid. Yeah. I don't get it. So a lot of people are saying that he acts white now. Because uh, he's trying to get to them. I mean, they've been saying that since he came in the league. This that guy, he acts white? He doesn't he's not the guy who has tattoos. He doesn't talk like he's, you know, black or whatever. Which on, I don't understand. How can you talk like you black anyway? But this is an excellent question. Okay, <laughs> so I told you guys I had a special guest for the last uh, uh, fifteen minutes of the show tonight. Here I have uh, the most important person in my life, <laughs> a beautiful, beautiful woman. Um, I'm sorry, baby. I almost said Latoya Lucky. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. No, my wife, my wife, he trying has to join the podcast. Show. <laughs> he trying Nicole to get Cole <laughs> Lavelle. Hello, babe. Hey, babe. Okay, Hello, so everyone. how you doing? So I had to bring her in because a lot of people say that my wife acts white, <laughs> and uh, I'm even guilty for that. I'm, not, you know, I've said that before, or that she loves uh, white people more than she loves black people. <laughs> She acts white, she talks white, and she walks white. So walks white. <laughs> yes, white people have a walk. White people have a walk. The fast walk. Yeah, because they the fast, they, straight they walk. walk like they have to get upright. to the bathroom. Yeah, so. the upright walk. It's like choo, choo, choo. so they kind of shuffle their feet really fast, but they're not moving the worse because they take a baby step. So they're like choo, 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 choo. that's how they feet go. Um, so I, I have to bring my wife in here because she's heard this her entire life. Mm-hmm. How does a black person act white? Or do you, I, I, I know you don't like that term, but. Yeah. And, you know, I, was, I, I really wanted to, I was sitting over here in pins and needles in my silence, listening to you um, <laughs> basically say he, he, he talks, he doesn't talk like a black person. And what does that really mean? Exactly. How are black people supposed to talk? Exactly. I have been black my whole entire life. I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia. On the south side of Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> and this is always in my voice. I mean, this is the way um, I grew up in my family. This is the way people speak. So it bothered me as I got older, um, especially high school, college, as I went into my career. Oh, you don't talk black. Or oh, yeah. where are you really from? You couldn't be from Georgia. You, mm-hmm. you definitely couldn't be from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You don't have that draw. I get it all the time. And you get yeah. it too, but I'm sure you probably don't get it as much as me. So <laughs> I, I have struggled my entire life trying to figure out how how is a black person supposed to talk? Are you supposed to are you supposed to not be articulate? Mm-hmm. Are you not supposed to understand every syllable of the words that are coming out of my mouth? And if you do, yeah. then I'm just a little bit less black than you are, even okay. though I'm a whole lot darker than a lot of the black people I know. Okay, so here's my problem. Here's my problem. This, this is why I talked to my wife. We had this conversation before. That's why I brought it on the show so we can have it. this conversation on the air. I hate the fact when some people say, well, what is black supposed to sound like? Yeah. Uh, inarticulate. Uh, with the draw, so we sound stupid. Do black people sound stupid? That's, no, that's their look. That's their. But so view. many people, mm-hmm. when I got teased, I got teased because I didn't sound stupid when I talk. Yeah, that's I, and and but that's that's, that's uh, it's so offensive. It's offensive it to our own people. It is. Why I've never I've never had a person who was non-black come up to me and say, 
oh Nicole, you 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 don't you talk like a white girl or oh Nicole, yeah. you don't sound black enough. I've never had anybody mm-hmm. that wasn't black do that to me. But I've I can't count the number of black people. Oh yeah, you don't talk black. I got teased, all this stuff, and it used to frustrate me. What what is talking black? Yeah. What is it? And so yeah. many of us, we're, we're so diverse. We grow up in different parts of the country. We used to go to California. I'm sure you'll find a lot of black people that don't talk black, exactly. but they're probably more real than you are. Exactly. Probably shoot down a few people. <laughs> and <laughs> that's, just, that, that never... was my main thing also. Being from Ninth Ward, New Orleans. Yeah. I'm from the worst part of New Orleans. Right. Like, right. I can take you back there now, and it's like killings everywhere. Yeah. I'm from the worst part. My school... We didn't have enough books in class for every student. Like, I came from the probably one of the worst schools, right. Culver High School. And for me to, they say, for you to talk like you're talking, that's great. That's like a kick in the face to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get, I get that. Am I not supposed to be educated? Right. Like, what's the problem? And what kills me is it's within our own community, and yeah. it's almost like you, you're shamed because. You paid attention when you were in school. You're you're too afraid to show that you're educated. Exactly. Um, and we shouldn't do that to each other. So it, it frustrates mm-hmm. me because I feel like that's one more thing that we are bringing each other down with our own community because we can't even be proud of the fact that I'm educated. And that's helping the other oh. race oh, yeah. look at us as, oh, they're not educated because they're doing it to themselves. Well, see, this is why I say I don't mind because I know that there's an always continual conflict about, you know, people who want to succeed and what they do to succeed and all that stuff. But I hate when race gets attached to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've even done it in my own mm-hmm. wife. Like, she just said something like one day she called somebody and she was like, hello, my name is Nicole Lavelle. <laughs> and I would like to speak to your manager. And I was like. Who and Martha Stewart is in my vehicle? And we had a long conversation about why are you trying to sound white? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's yeah. like, well, why does that sound white? So for me, though, it's not a thing of intelligence, even though I think in general, I think most people view it as that. It's a thing of, oh, you don't sound, and you're trying to sound intelligent. Mm-hmm. I attribute sounding white to sounding pompous. Mm. Mm. I I attribute sounding white to, um, if if you're going to say it like that, I think you're just trying to fit in with your environment. Um, I work in corporate America. I am one of three people that's a minority at my job. Yeah. And (laughs) yeah, it's it's day in, day out. Mm -hmm. I'm surrounded with people who don't look like me. And I'm expected to speak a certain way to Act translate a things way. a certain way. Yeah. So Aren't I, we I, all? I, we all I mean, I'm, I'm very well. sure if I worked yeah. at Taco Bell, nobody would care what exactly. I sounded like. Exactly. They're expecting you to have that, uh, whatever type attitude. Uh, I could, I could cuss you out right now because you're doing this. But the fact that you're calm, educated, and you know what you're doing on your job, they fear it more than anything because mm-hmm. it's like, okay. we're not expecting this. This guy's from here or this guy's from there. She's from here. She's from there. How is she this smart? Like, yeah. it's what they see on TV. So is it unfair to tell, to basically say Cam Newton is trying to sound white? No. 
I think it is, personally. I think I was sitting here listening to you guys saying that Cam Newton is a sellout. And I think the time no, 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 overall. No, we, we talk about trying to be white. He Charlie, is a sellout. He, he's he so, is. Well, well the I'm not going to say he the is. The trying to be white part, I agree because. He's on I mean, the pathway to being a sellout. He's, he's just an educated yeah, person. Yeah. He educated. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. For, for a black man. <laughs> Well, and that's just like saying, and I mean, people probably could shoot me down for saying this, but that's just like saying, oh, well, you know, Obama's trying to be white, too. Eh, he might be trying to push some of the agenda. agenda. <laughs> okay, we yeah. can put that out there. But is Obama trying to be white? No, I yeah. think he appreciates being black. He understands his roots. He loves his black woman. Go, Obama, you know, for doing that. And Because not- look at it this way. If Cam Newton was to come out there and be like, what's happening, everybody? How y'all doing, baby? Then what are we gonna do? He did. Hey, then you're gonna have New Orleans come exactly, out exactly. Yeah. They gonna have the the white community or the whatever upper echelon of people are gonna be talking about him as he's a gangster, and that's what we stamped as it anyway. Okay, educated. Like, no, let, let me touch on that. Let me touch on that. That's kind of where I'm getting at too, because last year, you know, he wasn't singing the same song and tune. True. You know, last year he was dabbing it up. Yeah. And what's up? Nah, um, he can't do it. We're doing what we want. Yeah. What up, folk? Like, and and even sour it. Yeah. Games that he lost. Like, now all of a sudden it's oh we're only uh, separated by an eighth of an inch, sir. And, uh, this eighth of an inch. How can we be separated by that? Racism really doesn't exist, don't you think? Like, uh, do you think we're saying that he's trying to sound white because we think it's fake? It is fake. Just because, like I said, the dab last year, all of that stuff, I'm dancing with my homeboys. We taking pictures together, doing all of this stuff. And now this year you're like, oh, I don't want to do it because I'm trying to make a name for, you know, myself. Yeah. When it comes to that, yeah. Well, could it be that Cam Newton is trying to learn from the people that came before him who said, I'm going to keep my same crew and I'm going to be down and I'm going to do this and... I'm going to lose my multi-million dollar deal, Michael Vick, <laughs> you know, because I want to be down. I'm sorry. If I'm Cam, like, I understand, like, you got to learn from these people. And if they, if you have a publicist and you have a manager and you have all these people that are putting certain things in place for you and they're saying, hey, Cam, we have a plan. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. But you need to fall in line so you could get X sponsorship and Y sponsorship. Mm-hmm. And this is how you're going to make your continuous money. After you hurt your knees or, you know, when your career goes wrong, if Cam wants to be, I mean, I don't know if he's going to be a Brett Farr because I know Brett Farr had to build up his name. But if Cam's trying to build something so he can have something after that, then why are we, who are we to be upset with him about it? Instead of us coming together as a community and supporting what Cam is trying to do, he's just doing it a little differently. He's like, okay, I don't want to be like Michael Vick. I don't want to be like these other people. I want to take this route. So we should accept his change. We should accept so. the fact that he's changing. I think so. I, I know for a fact that between the age of 20 and 26, I definitely <laughs> changed. There were some people that I was like, yeah, I can't hang out with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's different. See, again, I just, I don't like the fact that there's such a negative non connotation with acting black and such a positive mm. annotation with acting white. Yeah. That's why I have the issue at mm-hmm. I look at people like, does T.I. sound uneducated? Exactly. And he didn't. Exactly. I, mean, yeah, he, and I, I don't I even know if he graduated yeah. from high school. But I think T.I. sounds extremely educated. And I mm-hmm. agree with you. There is a negative connotation with sounding black 
and it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. But on the opposite end, as a, as a person that has always been teased by my voice and, well, <laughs> I found out tonight my walk. Wow. Um, you do shuffle your feet. Okay. Like fast I, I am very short and my legs and you are move, not like You off. move slow, but your feet are moving fast. It looks like you got to use the bathroom, but you're trying to clinch at the same Here's time. Here's the question, though. Like, what sound in Indian? What Ooh. sound in, like, yeah. Arab? You know, like what sound in that's true. Another race, yeah, that's true. Like they should be offended too. Like, oh, do I sound white? But I'm Indian, and Indian people are like the highest in education. You could say mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. Japanese the same way. What if they come here and they're not talking Japanese? Yeah, actually, act of racism. In, um, especially, I knew someone that I grew up with. He was Chinese, and his par- parents forced him to. You got to learn English and Chinese because yeah. we don't want you to lose who you are. Yeah. And th- and that's kind of along the lines of where I kind of am. I've never been classified as somebody who speaks white. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have just always said, oh, man, you speak pretty proper. Mm-hmm. But also, you know what I'm saying? I can yeah. talk like this when I want to. Exactly. And exactly. Be, be old boy from down the street. I don't never have a problem switching back and forth. I just know there's a certain places where I need to speak a certain way, but I've never been, I just think that white connotation comes from when people don't know you and they think you're trying mm-hmm. to be white. Like mm-hmm. now when I say that to my wife, it's a joke. Yeah. You yeah. know, versus when we first got together, I was like, are you, do you really talk like this? Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was, yeah. and we would have full blown arguments about, you know, Ebonics and, Oh, yeah. You know, because I know white people view Ebonics like, oh, he sounds ignorant. No, Ebonics is a dialect, stupid. Yeah. Well, it's a dialect that they can't understand or don't want to learn how to understand. Me personally, because I didn't I didn't ever learn this dialect, I don't understand it. So I'm, you know, yeah. I, I'm not comfortable. But my husband understands his dialogue and he gets, he's like, yeah, this is, I'm, when I raise kids, they're going to learn how to speak like this and learn. And I, I said, no. Yeah. <laughs> you that's know, a, that's an interesting question. Like, do you mind? I mean, I don't know if Kendall wants kids, I do, but you know, <laughs> not going to get in that conversation. Maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. you know, if you had to raise someone, would you be okay with them learning Ebonics? I wouldn't Or mind. how to speak that way? I wouldn't mind. Because, I can see it in a situation where you, whatever type of group you're around, you know how to mangle with that group. Oh uh, yeah, I like that's that that's not selling out. That's educating yourself. Yeah. So why is it not okay for Cam? Because the way Cam is doing it, it's different. It's not the indifferent can be seen as hating. You hating because it's mm. different, mm. but it's, that's good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. that's a gem right there. So it's like Cam is doing this, but we're like, we know you, Cam. We know you're really like this. So you come to Atlanta, you hanging out with us, you up there hitting yeah, with it, dabbing, dabbing yeah. with it, and all this stuff, and then you coming back to ESPN, and you're like, I don't. Ugh. That's like you you punching somebody in the face. He said, I'm not dabbing anymore. It comes off very fake. Yeah, he he said I'm not that exactly anymore. because when I it's go to Braves over. games, kids all over the they're, place, they're and they're yeah. mostly white. So, yeah. well, do you think some of this is maybe also coming from what's going on in our country right now, and black men 
are perceived one way. Let's not even say it's a certain way. They're just perceived one way. Do you think some of this is in the back of Cam's mind? Is I need to remove myself. I need to don't wear the hoodies. I don't need to be dapping people up. I don't need to be politely saying, you know, I don't, I don't know. And it's crazy or, You know, like I, you know, is, is, is he trying to remove himself yeah. from that? Because he's like, maybe I just don't want to get shot. It can be I, seen I, different. Because okay. remember Good LeBron I, I James and what happened with Trevon Martin? Yeah, yeah. You remember the whole team yeah. put their hands up and with the hoodies, hoodies on. on? Yeah. You can't do that in the football. So it, it could be the difference in sports also. LeBron James is not going to lose a Nike deal. No. no. He is Nike right now. So yeah. it's like Kobe Bryant, his his rape case. He got signed by Nike. Adidas let him go or whatever, but he got signed by Nike. Yeah. Way more money than Adidas paid. Right. Is Cam Newton going to lose no. Under Armour by saying something that's for the black community. Nah, he's on GQ, million dollar smile. Uh, pause, pause. I don't want to pause. I just feel <laughs> like I need to say pause if I compliment another man's smile. Um, but yeah, he, fa- he pretty much the face. Yeah. You know, especially with what Tom Brady is going through. He's facing NFL. Yeah, you can say that. So, yeah, I can I can see that. He's not going to lose no money, really. Mm-hmm. And he j- But he has to understand who he is. And I feel like right now he doesn't. There's a difference between distancing yourself from the negative things in your culture and distancing yourself from the culture. Yeah. Because when you distance yourself from the culture because of the negative things, you're basically saying, I can't be a part of that culture because it's all negative. Because they're going in Versus on just distancing yourself yeah. from that negative part, which I think T.I. has done an excellent job. T.I. Mm-hmm. shows himself yes. as being a family man. This man is a several-time fella. Yeah, he's he's shown this yeah. a family man. I get along with people. He does press conferences. He talks at rallies, <laughs> like yeah. and he talks good. But he all he raps and talks in slang as well. I think he got to a point where he said, "This is me. I'm gonna show you who I am. You accept it or not." He knew his power. Yeah, well, there are several people that have done that um, on that level. You think about Ice Cube. I mean, oh yeah, Ice Cube is yeah, that's a good job. Ice T, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're both of them yeah, have LL Cool J. Cool J yeah. You know, they have these backgrounds, but like you said, they and it was a slow transition, you know, and maybe that's maybe it's just like too fast and too hard for everybody to comprehend with Cam. But I feel like Cam is trying to achieve like what they okay. I still. Everybody still knows I'm black. They still know I'm here for the community. They still know I'm down. But understand, I had to do what I had to do for my career. We don't know he's still down. Well, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's the issue. We, we, we that's don't the know issue. that at all that's because the of the that's way the he's doing it. Because it's just, it's overnight. It's happening too fast. And it's happening at a time where any black, uh, black people need to know, are you here for me? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this is just not the right that's time. That's the main point. Trust yeah. me, he, if, yeah. if this was uh, back... In the late '80s, and Ice Cube, Ice T with NWA, am I, or wait, Ice, Ice Cube. Cube? I was right the first time. Okay, Ice you should Cube. see the dance she just did. This is what I'm talking about. She okay. just went Caucasian. I did. Tape. I did just real fast. But if Ice Cube with NWA back then tried to say, you know. I'm going to start making family movies, and I want them to become all mainstream. Yeah. Yes. They're no. like, no, you're, you're, you're the voice for our people. You're doing like, this, you're doing that. 
he, he did, did it, it though. He but he did it over time. He he allowed yeah. his voice to be heard and he got that support from the black community and then he slowly said, And guess what, y'all? It's okay for us to be smart. It's okay mm-hmm. for us to do different things. I don't have to only be a rapper. I'm gonna start doing this, but I'm still gonna write. I'm gonna start doing that. You know, he He was smart. He was smart about it. I think him it's just he's wrong young. Timing. He's young and this timing is wrong. Wrong timing. Well, you have to think about who's leading him. Like I said, the the Carolina Panthers. I learned the Carolina Panthers hired this guy to come in here and speak to Cam on how to deal with race. Should you he already doesn't know understand that? that it's not the right time for this. Yeah, like when they ask That's you crazy. questions about Colin Kaepernick and his stance, and you go into this whole stance about racism doesn't exist. Well, guess what? You just fell for it. They put you up against another black guy, and I don't know what your plan was, but I'm guaranteed this wasn't it. That is crazy. Because now people are not looking at him like, oh, that's Cam trying to better himself. This is Cam trying to sell out. Yeah. yeah. This is Cam trying the to keep his The fact you have to have somebody to teach you about race, I don't understand that. But now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I think that all people need publicists. If mm-hmm. you get money, you need two things, an accountant, and I shouldn't say that, a financial advisor, okay. And a publicist. You gotta have that. <laughs> you gotta need have those the two financial things. Financial advice, definitely. And <laughs> with the, I think this guy's trying to show Cam this is how you stay neutral. Okay. But you okay. can't stay neutral in opposition to as a stand. Exactly. You can't do it. This exactly. is what I said about all lives matter. All lives matter isn't neutral. Mm-hmm. We think it is. It sounds like it is, but it's in direct opposition to the term Black yeah. Lives Matter. Yeah. Same thing with Cam. You think you're being neutral, but they are pitting you against Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. I don't understand the brilliance in you. You ain't figured this out yet. Exactly. So yeah. today he kind of posted something on Instagram. Uh-huh. First of all, if you go look at it, I don't know what this man was writing, what font he was using. It's the <laughs> weirdest thing i ever seen in my life. But he was talking about Colin Kaepernick, and he was like, oh, you know, it's, you know, I support him and all that stuff. Like, I think he's trying to clear it up now because like, I think they're losing the black fan base, which FYI, if you ever been to Atlanta, this is black Mecca. Yeah. It's a lot of rich black people exactly. here. Exactly. If you want to go to another state that's just like Atlanta but up and coming, it's Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Where rich black people are everywhere. True. I think he's losing that fan base. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I do say he's acting white in the sense that for me, when I say it, it's because I think he's showing himself ignorant to the issues of the community. Yeah. You can't detach yeah. yourself from the community and the culture. You're a part of it. Yeah. And we 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 saw evidence that you were part of it all last year. There's ways away. Is there's ways to do it. Yeah. This is not the way to do it. This is not the way saying to do it. it like that, it's it's not the way to do it. There's ways of doing it. Because people thought that Kaepernick was, quote-unquote, white. Yeah, they did. Oh, he's a white boy. Yeah. And then when he did this, now they're like, oh, whoa, whoa, Kaepernick then switched up on us. He did do some uh, some some branding himself because <laughs> he took away that little S curl, that little that little juicy curl, and he got an afro. <laughs> I was like, oh, you got an afro? That doesn't even fit in your helmet. Okay. He's, All right. Well, he doesn't wear the helmet because he doesn't oh, play. Oh, you, so, you going to dig him? He don't play. So. You going to throw the dig shot at him? He, he, he probably had the best hairstyle on the sideline. So, 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 quick question. When it comes to, we talked about acting white. Um, are you concerned when you see white people or white athletes or white celebrities acting black? Does that bother you? 
I Tell feel like I feel Tell like saying that go. one one race acts like another. I still am not cool with that terminology. Doesn't make me feel some kind of way when I see Caucasian people simulating black culture. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little yeah. bit. Like the other day, we went to the Kanye West concert. It was awesome. Okay, ah. just want to throw that out there. It was. It was. And Jealous. there were Jealous. there were these two little kids, two little Caucasian kids. And a, I was like, "Where's your mom? You're like 11 and a half and 12." <laughs> And B, they they knew every word, their pants were sagging, you know, and it was just kind of like they were emulating that culture. And I'm I'm kind of like, I have more respect for the white person who was true to their culture, but they can stand up and say, oh, yeah, I appreciate the music. Yeah, I appreciate this is your culture, but I'm not trying to take it for myself yeah. and look out of place. Yeah. I work yeah. with a young lady and she's funny, and she'll tell me all the time, well, Nicole, you know, I love black people. And she grew up in south of Chicago, so... Oh, um, she, she grew up in that. That's yeah. yeah she, that's her culture, to be honest. And yeah. that is her culture. She's just but a different she, skin color. Right. Mm-hmm. But she's still, she's not going out of her way to, as you put it, Michael, quote-unquote, act black. But is she 100% comfortable around black people? Does what's going on in this country make her really upset because... To y'all's point, she was more so around that culture than than a lot of white right. people. <laughs> yeah. You know, so she identifies yeah. with us probably more than some some of us. <laughs> yeah. But she doesn't go out of her way to try to quote unquote act black or quote unquote talk black. I agree with that. And who that I can this, respect. Who made this wording act black? That and that's what gets on my who made it up. It's hip hop. We we did it to ourselves. The people's like, oh Nicole, you act white. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. I don't even like half of the But let, let me let me take this a step <laughs> further. Let me take this a step further. The people who appreciate black culture the most are not black. Yeah. That's exactly right. But we we, yeah. we talk about and disown our culture faster. More meanwhile, and faster, yes. white people are becoming better rappers, mm-hmm. better dancers. Yes. Mm-hmm. I I mean I don't. I mean, I, call me corny if you want to. I watch America's Best Dance Crew because, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. I grew up when hip hop was coming around, and I tried to be a b boy. Break dancing was none yeah. of them are black. Yeah, and mm-hmm. if it is, it's a few. Yeah, yeah, one it's, out of every group. Yeah, something like that. Only yeah. a few. Yeah, we don't. We don't. We don't do b uh, b boy anymore. We don't do graffiti anymore. Mm-mm. We don't. Do you think we actually write on the walls in regular writing? Yeah, you know stuff. We don't. We're not artsy on mm-hmm. with graffiti anymore. That's not our thing anymore. Do you think some of that is stemming from the fact that you know our generation, this millennial generation, the generation that's coming up after us, we had these parents that were pushing these other ideas. You're going to be better. You're going to do better than what we did. And do you think there's that so much of a push or a pull, if you want to say? For our generation to not succumb to some of these stereotypes, where we're just shunning it because we were pulled away from it so much. I, th- I think it was the ignorance of not knowing what the stereotypes were mm-hmm. and, and differentiating that from the culture. Like to me, black culture is amazing. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, the hip hop culture, everything that comes with it, how we wear our clothes, how we walk, how we mm-hmm. talk, all of that 
is really rich in art and it's been misrepresented nowadays yeah, that's the, the that's the main problem that's your second gym it's, of the thing. <laughs> okay, no, it's being misrepresented the the sagging of the pants for one thing back then in the 80s when they were b-boying and all that stuff they didn't have to do all that stuff now is it's to the point where black people we don't we're we we shouldn't be looked at as oh he's about to wear his pants you know below his butt with a pair of basketball shorts yeah. under that. Like, that's what they expect us to look like. So when we come out the house with a button-up and some Ralph Lauren polo pants or something and we have a belt on, oh, my God, he's trying to be white. Yeah, that's white. true. That's very true. Who, yeah. who very made true. that? That's very true. Just because this is what you see on TV yeah. and the generation that's after ours are the worst because they all they look at is the cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. That's all they have. Yeah, cell phone, internet, Kardashians, they want to get style from that. Hip hop. So when they look on YouTube and they see Lil Wayne, they think that's how you're supposed to dress. Lil Wayne don't know how to dress. No, we don't represent Lil Wayne at all from New Orleans. <laughs> this guy came out there with skateboard shoes on, with some tight pants below his butt. Nobody in New Orleans wears that, mm. but that's what they think hip hop is. And that's what you would the way they. Pro- uh, to put that out there, you would think that New Orleans has gravitated to that. Exactly. What we had in New Orleans was Reebok soldiers with some khaki pants or Sol- some Jabos. Soldiery. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what we would wear. We would wear like some Easterlin shoes or something yeah. like that. Now everybody's Timberland. Let's wear some Timberlands. That's a New York culture. Yeah. But now it's everywhere because that's what they see on TV. They see Jay-Z wearing them. Oh, we, we want to do that, too. Or you come out with a song and Jay-Z drops a line like, we don't we don't drive on 22s no more. Remember that? Yeah. He was like, we don't drive on those big rims no more. We stay factory. Now you see everybody driving factory cars with the factory rims on it. Remember uh, when Jay-Z was all about the throwback jerseys oh, yeah. and all that? And then he came out with changed clothes and everybody was oh, like, yeah. I got go to go to the mall. Yeah. And we all changed. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that... um. It's funny because our culture, the real artsy part of it, belongs to other cultures now. Yeah. Exactly. And they make money off of exactly. it. Exactly. And we, in turn, give money to other people to appropriate their culture. Yep. Yeah. Like, for instance, Eminem. People are like, he shouldn't be rapping the way he raps. That's black. No. It's but, art. They're not looking yeah, at the yeah, art yeah, anymore. Exactly. Yeah. They're looking at what black people do and what white riff, people should do. Yeah. Riff Raff is is yeah what we're talking about. Yeah. Like, riff Raff looks like the a walking black stereotype. <laughs> exactly. The cornrows, the Let big cornrows like, and beard on with some big clothes on. Yeah. That's stupid. Gold grills, all that stuff. Yeah. And the thing is, it's being so misrepresented because we don't even dress like that anymore. Nah. But we seeing white kids wear these jabos. We we don't even wear jabos anymore. Yeah, that's true. And they wearing jabos, baggy, and all this stuff. We like, dude, we off that. Like we we wearing polos since Young Dro yeah. came out. We've been getting <laughs> this is polos. Definitely true. You know what I'm saying? So now we like, oh man, we we fancy now. Nah. But then when it came from polos, now you see Kanye with these tore up shirts. Everybody's walking around the streets with a tore up shirt. Yeah, yeah, a hoodie with. Um, a shirt on that's not even long sleeve. It's just a, a hoodie type shirt. Not everybody's wearing it now. With the zippers on the side, everybody wants their shirt. Yeah, I think I think there's a thing of it's, 
I guess when you say at black, at white, <laughs> what we're talking about is are you acting like the stereotype? Yeah. Because that's when you're acting black, acting white, because the real culture of the that may be attached to that race has nothing to do with the stereotypes. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. Yeah. Like even when you brought up the baggy jeans, like we sagged as kids. A lot of that had to do with the fact that I had to buy my pants two sizes too big, exactly. so I growing to them. Exactly. Now you see them just sagging to sag. Mm-hmm. It's like, are you sure? Is that really the culture, or is that just what you want to represent as a stereotype? Because stereotypes will be uh, embellished and made grander and grander. Oh, yeah. That's why stuff gets more exuberant mm-hmm. and bigger. Levi's. Bigger. Levi's are getting bought like crazy now. That's because weird. somebody made something about Levi's. That's and weird. now you're seeing kids with tight Levi pants on below their butt. How do you even do that? You have to You can't walk. Do that. Yeah. Like, it, it, it doesn't make sense to me. I, I still, never got it. And I still even let, not that I um, agree with that culture, but I even laugh at when I see dope boys with their pants around their knees. I'm like... Oh. You can't you run from the cops. Get away. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. So I, I guess the whole act black, act white, it's a dangerous concept because it's based off stereotypes. Yeah. yeah. It just really yeah. is. And I don't know if it's necessarily a, a relevant concept. I don't think a lot of people nowadays say that. I think it's more of a like an our generation type of thing. But I think to your point, black culture belongs to everyone else now. And we're just struggling to find ourselves that we attack any black person that's doing something different. We, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we just, as a culture, we, we haven't found ourselves period. That's true. I found myself. (laughs) I tell you what. Overall. Yeah. As a culture. (laughs) I tell you, you know, the one things that we're going to move on from this subject, this is a great subject. I know we can keep going, but we ain't got that much time and I'm hungry and I got to (laughs) eat. But you know, um, I often run into people that, you know, will say, uh, I don't really want to eat fried chicken in front of white people. Oh, don't even do that. I, I don't want to eat I feel watermelon. like I'm being personally thrown under I the table. I did not say your name. See how Uh-oh. that works? Shade. But oh, uh, it's, you're not the only one. I've seen several people. It's like when they're around a certain culture, they don't want to uh, seem like they're uh, showcasing the stereotype. Listen, white people. Offer me fried chicken because it's delicious. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> Offer me sweet watermelon because it's delicious. It's okay, delicious. I'm gonna yeah. eat it in front of you and I'm gonna have a messy uh, uh, hands and everything from it. Okay, you just make sure you bring the hot sauce and bring me a towel. That's it. <laughs> I love fried chicken and watermelon. I don't care really? if that's part of the stereotype. <laughs> Kick rocks for that. All right. Period. This is what it is. That's so funny. <laughs> I act black in that instance. If you want to say I act black, well, there you go. That's so funny. All right. So when you pull out the fried yeah. chicken and then you pull out, I don't know, what you want to say? The, the fish, <laughs> the fried, uh, the, the, the catfish. Yeah, the, 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 the seared mahi mahi. Yeah. I'm going to get the fried chicken. Fried chicken is good. White people like fried chicken. Asian people like fried chicken. I went to the Philippines. You know what they offer me all day fried over chicken. there? Fried chicken. <laughs> Okay, fried chicken is universal. It is sent from the heavens above. Yes, yes. It is the manner of today. Yes. <laughs> all right, man. To today. end the show, man, we always uh, we always try to hold men accountable. Nicole, do you mind staying for the last segment? Sure. 
All right, we try to hold men accountable. So we always have our man law violation segment where we talk about whether or not a man is acting like a man or has he violated <laughs> the laws attributed to being a man. Um, I had several of them, but we're running a little long on time, so we're going to just address uh, one of them really quick. Earlier, Kendall talked about Antonio Brown, and you know he scored a touchdown, and he decided to twerk in the end zone. Um... Is it a man law violation to twerk? The way Can he a man did it. Twerk? It's the way he did it. He did it too good. <laughs> that is man law violation. So you cannot twerk. You could have you could have done it, but faked like okay, it was a a bad way of doing it. Then we would have laughed it off and be like, oh, hey hey hey, that's cool. But that was funny. Now we're like, why he looking like Odell Beckham? Oh Jesus. So, I was uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable. Man law. Uh, so you're saying he violated man law? He violated. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm looking at the pictures um, because I don't want to pull up a video you on gotta, this. Up. You got to pull up the video. I got to pull see up the video. See the video. Any videos. man that puts his hands on his knees <laughs> to bend and down. And spray a wide eagle like he's stretching his groin. I'm going to have to agree with you oh, and say that he violated it's man bad. law. It's bad. Then what made it. Man law was the fact that he gave Norman that type of hug. Did you see it? No. You have to see it. Oh, it it's, it's the way he hugged. Oh, yeah, I did see that. They we were kind of caressing his neck a little too bit. Close. Yeah, there you was... got to leave room for Jesus. It's too close. <laughs> it was way too close. The way he grabbed him and they were like hunching each other. So it's like, yeah, you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's so bad. He got Lord and Beyonce. Look. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Um, here's what I'm gonna say. It's bad. Man, to me, it is not a man law violation to twerk. What? I'll tell you why. <laughs> I think it is okay under the circumstances you are with the woman that you love. Um, <laughs> and it's private. There's a but lot. When of you take it public, yeah, I think it's a man law violation. Yeah. We don't need to see that. That is not what you know. When a woman twerks <laughs> with her just her man or in the club or with her homegirls, it's always okay. Yeah. It just depends on the level you go to. Whenever a man twerks, you can't twerk in your circle of your homeboys. You mm-hmm. cannot twerk around your homeboys. You can't even I don't even know if you can go twerk on your girl and in as the club. you look around, that is nothing but dudes in the football field. Yeah. Um so that's questionable. Let me say, is it a is it a man law violation to twerk? No. Is it no. a man law violation to twerk in public? Yes. 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 For me, yes. I'm gonna have to agree with that. So pretty much three oh yeah, Antonio <laughs> Brown. You violated man law, yeah. man. Um yeah, definitely. You still the best wide receiver in the league. Yeah, still on my fantasy team. You are an awesome player. But you violated man law. He has great muscles that. in his arms. We're not going to talk about it on, on this show. No, Pause. We're not going to do that. You're going to have me turn your mic off. You're going to have me turn. Okay, last one, last one. We uh, saw a video on YouTube earlier today of a young boy oh, that decided to cross over his grandma. Now, my wife doesn't know too much about sport. Do you know what crossover means? Okay, we'll pull up the video for That's you. what Iverson did to oh, Jordan for yeah. a long time. Uh, okay, so so this young... Oh, it's a basketball term. Yeah. Okay. So this young guy... Uh, yeah, Google is your friend. This young <laughs> guy decided to cross over his grandmother in the driveway. 
Uh, I'll start with Kendall while we pull up the video for my wife. If I can turn down the sound, I don't want no sound to just blast oh through these God. mics here. Um, see, there goes sound. See, I, didn't, I, I didn't want all that. Um, Kendall, is it against man law to cross over your grandmother? Yes. It depends on her age, though. She's 97. If she's... That woman looks like she's... A, yeah, she looks like she's 97. If, yeah. Yeah, my wife just hot. Yeah, yeah. Her knees are gone. Yeah, she done. She done. That, that's, yeah, it's well, against it. And You and, can't do that. It, it, this is not against man law. This is against human law. <laughs> Who does this to an old person? What makes, this is my question. What made the grandma come out there and <laughs> think. think she was going to do something? I don't know if she knew where she was. I think the grandson <laughs> said, hey, grandma, you want to come out here and let me show you something? <laughs> Take the ball away from me, Grandma. Why he would you? Like, well, the fact that he kept on going and he didn't even go to help her after she fell. He's never going to get cookies again. <laughs> no. Like, I think she could have broke her wrist the way okay. she fell. So I had this conversation a long time ago on a previous <laughs> show here on, on, not here, but on Instinct Radio. Oh, and a lot of the guys said it's not against man law to cross over your mother because there was a video. Mother, over, yeah, you can over, cross over your mother because that's direct punishment you're getting from mom. So it's like mom been whooping you all this time. Mom been doing this and doing that to you. I'm gonna cross you up. I'm gonna let you know that I could I could get you back some kind of way. But grandma, grandma is like sacred. You can't do that to grandma. Grandma is the one that cooks the good food. You go by Sunday and you know talk to her about life and stuff. You just cross that out of her. like now she <laughs> now she probably don't have that type of memory anymore because she didn't fell on her head. So I mean, <laughs> you can't do it, man. That's, she might um, have. Might have got a brain injury. And, and I'll, I'll post the link. I'll post the link oh, in the man. description below when the show drops That's on dirty. Thursday. Um, I, I'm going to let my wife time to process that video. <laughs> I think it is against man law. I said it was against man law to cross your mother. <laughs> it is definitely against man law to cross your grandmother. Mama going to get this cross. And over. understand, I have a grandmother who lives in Miami. I love her to death. Hey, 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 grandma. Um, I would never do that to my grandmother. One, I just respect her too much. Yeah. In the instance that yeah. it works like it did there, <laughs> and she falls, then I have to feel bad and deal yes. with all my cousins who are ticked yes. off because they like, what were you doing? Yeah. Two, true. because my grandmother carries around a steak knife in her purse, <laughs> and I think that she's this not is afraid a true to story. use it. Wait, allegedly, allegedly, I don't want to get in trouble. Allegedly, oh, allegedly, man. my grandmother carries around a steak knife with a black handle in her purse. And I don't think that she's afraid to use it. <laughs> so I do think it's against man law because you you can hurt your grandmother, man. And I got a lot of cousins, yeah. and some of them are bigger than me, and I will have to reap the repercussions of that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I still can't believe he did it. He like... dropped her. <laughs> he dropped her. So, of course, oh, man. you know, you know, Nicole, you are a woman, but, you know, as a, it, you know, imagine you're a grandmother and your grandson, a man, does that to you? Is that okay? Yeah, as soon as he's able to help me get up off the ground, I'm slapping the taste out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say that's against me and law. And I'm going to say I should have taught you better. Ooh, okay. Yeah. 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 I, I, don't, uh, I don't understand that video. Unfortunately, a lot of these videos involve a Caucasian person. <laughs> Kendall did tell me there's one with, with, with a black guy crossing up his yeah. ball. Yeah. 
It's, um, it's but you said that he tried to help up his mom. He, he helped up. This he guy didn't did. try to help up his grandma. He didn't. He kept on going. Yeah, he wanted to make yeah, the layup. He layups. looked and laughed. If you cross your mom, your grandmother, can you at least not go make the layup? Oh, my God. Don't hit the shot. I can't believe that happened. This is ridiculous. Why would she come outside? The ground didn't even look like it was stable enough to stand <laughs> up on. cracks all in the concrete. <laughs> she looked like she couldn't stand up by herself anyway. So it's like, why help her? Oh, that's I need to look at it again because I want to oh, know what kind of shoes man. she had on. She well, probably had them orthopedic velcro. The orthopedic shoes. velcros, yeah, the well, everlasting image image. You guys, clearly there was a conversation that. that was had before this video started. There was somebody recording, and Grandma was ready. See, it's so a setup. This this could have been. He oh, I bet you, I bet yeah. you can still do that. Now, true story. I know you're trying to wrap up your show, but my mother used to be a cheerleader. And a year or so ago, we were all at a park together and we started doing cartwheels. And my mom said, I used to do them perfectly. And then we all were like, oh, yeah, you used to. And she said, no, I'm about to I'm going to show you right now. And we, oh, no, no, no. What are you doing? Do not do a no. cartwheel. You, you you're older. <laughs> you haven't done a cartwheel in 25 years. Let's just say my mom fell on the ground in a way I didn't know that she could fall down because she was determined to do that cartwheel. So sometimes, we never know. Grandma might have said, I used to play basketball back in the day. I could do this layup. But you did see whoever was recording, they dropped the camera immediately and ran to go Would you have tried to stop your your mom if you knew what she was trying to do? Yeah, my mom moved very fast. Okay, thank you. He didn't try to stop that. (laughs) He went full crossover, AI crossover. There's no explanation for that. That's the problem. And especially as a man, man, no, you did that wrong. I'm sorry, you're the grandson. You can't do that. You can't do that. YouTube. Come that on. is a podcast for Home Field Advantage. Thank you. Thank you for joining me here on the show. Kendall, yes, you, yes. Uh, are Loved you on it. social media or anything like that? Uh, you want people to follow you? No, don't follow me. I'm not I'm not important. K E B at five oh four. There it is. There it is. Instagram. There it is. Nicole, would you like to plug in, in social media or something like that? <laughs> yes, I need Instagram followers and likes. <laughs> it is in Winslow. W I N S L O W seven five five one. I am so lame that I don't have a real Instagram name, but that's it. And Winslow seven five five one. Now, after this podcast, I just never really paid attention. <laughs> Me and my wife are gonna have a conversation while she has her uh, original last name and her Instagram, uh, <laughs> not Lavelle. Yeah, it's gonna be some crossing over going on. Matter of fact, come on outside and pick the basketball up. We need to go out here and about to cross up. We'll cross up. All right, this is a podcast for Home Field Advantage. I always tell you guys, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the number 4HF Advantage. You can find me on Facebook for Home Field Advantage Sports Talk and for Home Field Advantage Sports Trash Talk. You can always, always, always reach me. Tell me how you like the show. Even if you don't like the show, you can tell me. I won't care anyway, but I'm glad (laughs) that you told me. Uh, You can give me suggestions, comments. If you want to come on the show, you can do that as well. Uh, this is one of my longer podcasts. I hope you stay along for it. There's a bunch of gems in here. This is a great job. Thank you, Kendall. Thank you. Thank you, love of my life, for coming on to the show. Uh, We're going to be back again next week. Of course, this podcast drops on Thursday. Football's back. Football's back. Go Falcons. Oh, no. No. (laughs) No. Go Falcons. Monday night. Everybody tune in, Well, At least when basketball comes around, we can root for Duke together. Yeah, yeah. That works. Did you see my white face? Did you see my white face? Duke, baby. Blue Devils. Dukies. Let's do it. Yeah. None of that sounds right. (laughs) We're out.